You gonna put your headphones on? Yeah, hold on. Are we recording? Yes. The Drunken Fan Podcast, your home for DFW sports, bullshit, and opinions, and hot takes, and cold takes, and Donald Trump dances, and I don't, I, there's, dude, nothing's happening this week. No, I know, and we have, this is going to be the shortest podcast yeah. ever. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm the better host, Mal. Um, I'm Cameron still, still the, you gotta be better about that. Still the non-dancing <laughs> one every week. <laughs> I like I tried not to watch you, but then I hear you in the microphone, and that's worse. You hear me going? <laughs> yes, you sound like Roscoe trying to get yeah, the food get the out food. of the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, with all that being said, let's just kind of speed round this. I guess what we're gonna do this week is we're gonna briefly cover everything that happened this past week with but it's just going to be all one fail swoop because there wasn't a whole lot and especially since the cowboys didn't play sunday just like what we did with the stars we are going to stop recording after we talk about the monday night game for a little bit and then uh we're going to come back and finish recording afterwards because this is this is easily the most pivotal game of the of the season for the cowboys because we don't know what an andy dalton led offense is going to look like well yeah and it's uh it's it's gonna look weird seeing him out there because this is going to be his first week taking reps with the the ones you know so what how, how is it gonna look i don't know well we'll get we'll get to that here at the end uh i don't know we'll uh we let's first let's first start off with the stars um yep and that was the stars news yep and that's it that's did, it did we cover <laughs> was fox's trade last or trade was fox's contract signing last week did we cover did we cover that on last week's podcast i don't remember if we did they they signed foxa they signed foxa and now they only have 6.66 million dollars left on their uh their salary cap Wait, this this 6.66 yes like six 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 yes Shit. So that means we have to go sign Brad Marchand. Why? Because the mark of the beast. Nobody likes Brad Marchand. Why? Because he licks people. It's weird. Is that wait? Is that real? Yes. Yes. That was a real thing. He during a playoff game a couple Ugh. years ago. He he licked. He another person licked the Liberty Bell on the face. Oh. On his face, like the front part. He went from his chin all the way up his face. <laughs> terrible he's a terrible human being he's like he's he's a he's a he's a tamer sean avery which sean avery is a what did he do bite people no he talked about fucking other players wives in front of the media that's that's one of the dallas stars is like skid marks so that's why i said if you can survive sean avery you can really survive anything so they still have to sign uh, Hints and Garyanov. There's no new. They're not even on lists of saying like the top forwards available. So because people aren't even treating them like they're available. Something has to be in the works here because I remember reading that article and saying just like, what the fuck, man? Like, how are you going to leave those two guys off of the list? Because Garyanov had the most goals 
for the Stars during the regular season. In his rookie year, he's the only one that got 20 goals, and hence did what he did best in last year's playoff run. So it's not like these guys are just no one, uh, are no names. Like, everyone respects their game. Yeah, but everybody not, knows Rope Heinz. Rope Heinz and Kiverlander. And then the final thing here is so anyway let's hope that <laughs> let's hope that there's news next week that the stars have at least signed Giryanov or hence but we can uh yes th- th- that's just yet to be seen but the probably the sad news in the hockey world is that uh Doc Emmerich has announced his retirement I think that after I think after the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs and Everything that that was in the craziness, like that's just a perfect way for someone like that to go out. He, they, like, he has nothing to prove to anyone anymore, and he has seen and covered everything now. Whenever it comes to the sport of hockey, yep. So, <clears throat> thank you, Doc, for everything that you did and, and will do. He, yes, he'll he'll still be around. Oh, yeah. He said that he might make like a surprise because uh because uh, Ralph Strangis said uh, still does play-by-play for Kings games every now and then over the radio so maybe maybe we'll get Doc during the playoffs for maybe a game or during the finals like maybe I just want to hear seven. him say Kiverlanda again that I mean you I think you hit the nail on the head before we started recording I think once he started saying everyone's names wrong I think he kind of just went. he heard the playback and was like oh well, I got that. That's it. That was not as good as I did no, earlier. It wasn't. That was not as good of a Doc Emmerich, but, yeah, but just still, it's still. It's, it, great memories. He's been covering the game forever since 1990. So since it, since when it was called Sports Network, Sports Network was covering the. Oh, I guess it would have been before <laughs> that then too. I guess maybe it was like it, it, he took over sometime in the in the 80s for broadcasting games. Though I think is whenever he started doing it in 1990, uh, and he like there were 14 teams in the league whenever he started. You know, it's it, it, and and now look where we are with 32 teams. So he's he's seen, done it all, and uh, he definitely deserves this retirement. And that's all I've got. All right, cool. So moving on to the Mavericks. Once again, there's your Mavericks news for you. No, the uh, I know that Porzingis ended up getting his uh, knee surgery done. He he finally committed to the knee surgery. He won't be back in time for the start of next year. Whenever the fuck that is, uh, we still have no idea. But it, it, they said that he's going to be out for a while. It's like Sagan is he's if the se- he's probably going to be out until February. So Sagan, mm-hmm. if the season starts on January first, like they said that it will, then uh, then Sagan's going to be out for some time. It'll be the same thing with Porzingis. So they really need to. I, I wouldn't say they need to go out and get another body, uh, but they they need to go sign someone that's going to be able to be a good one like two a bridge, punch. like a yeah. stopgap. Yeah. Like, like a good one, two punch with Luca because yeah. you know, Luca really, really, really <clears throat> loves it. Whenever Porzingis is out there because right. they, they're, they are peanut butter and jelly. Now we need is that the best one. It's the first one. Salt and pepper, salt and pepper and cumin. Romeo and Juliet, and the apothecary. Yes. We have to stop this. <laughs> So that's uh, that's about all that I saw. Uh, I'm I'm still on the Jay Crowder train. I really really hope that they can go out and get a deal for him, especially since they didn't win the title in Miami. Mm-hmm. I think that Jay Crowder is he would be a, a a good welcome back to the area because he's, like, he's very familiar. More like Bay Crowder. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! This is what happens whenever the week is slow. Like what else? <laughs> what else are we gonna say? 
So uh, that's that's all that I have on the map. We're we're, act, we're currently bleeding listeners right now. Yes, yes, we are. I can just I can hear everyone just going. Mm-mm. Nope, not this week. Did he say Bay Crowd or fuck this? <laughs> not maybe maybe people were like never again. We can't we can't keep doing this to ourselves. <laughs> So you know, fuck them. They're weak. Yep, that's fine. Every now and then, you're just gonna have weeks like this with us, and you've just gotta, <clears throat> at least you don't have to live with it. I have to live. We both have to live with this. This is our this is our brains. Uh, something that we can really talk about here, though, is FC Dallas. We can kind of go into the soccer minute here, and uh, I, I guess everything is kind of a minute long segment here. But uh, unfortunately, there was they only played one game this week because their game. Their game against Sporting Kansas, or no, 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 against Minnesota United was postponed because Minnesota had a uh, a COVID outbreak. So now that that's got to go on the back burner for now, they'll make it up on a later date. But then they, if the season were to end today, FC Dallas would play Sporting Kansas City in the playoffs and that was their one game this week so you know that that's one of those matchups that they're very interested in really really um dissecting because this is a potential playoff matchup and they were able to win one nothing and uh jimmy mauer gets the gets the shutout on his birthday so good for him this next week is going to be huge for every single huge it's going to be it's going to be huge for not just FC Dallas, but also the two teams that they're playing because both teams are ninth in the East and ninth in the West, respectfully. And so, you know, they're fighting for their playoff lives. But FC Dallas is still sixth in the Western Conference. So they 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 are still holding true with that playoff spot. It's, even though the, the playoff has expanded this year, it's still not going to be an easy feat to get in there, especially with all the games that they have coming up. But on But on Tuesday... They play Nashville, and then on the 24th, they play Real Salt Lake. So be sure to watch this week. It's really the only thing that's going on in sports right now, uh, but it's very fun. It's it's exciting times, and hopefully we'll uh, get to enjoy this all the way into a deep playoff run. That's it. I do know, actually, the game against Nashville is on FS1. <clears throat> this week so. yeah i was about to say i was about to say i did look for one of the games because nothing else was on this week <laughs> yes but Mm-mm. yeah i didn't get yeah, it I, I couldn't get it i know it's it, it, with the <clears throat> mls it's it, it's kind of like canadian football like everyone that's over in europe is looking over here going yeah you guys are trying but the real soccer is over here in europe and so it's so easy they don't even call it soccer no they don't they call it football which really that's you you should call it football because it our football is not the only time it's It's shaped like a foot well but you don't use your feet but it's shaped like a foot it's kind of like their ball is shaped like a ball it should be ball ball Oh my god. Is this real life? Did I just have a stroke? So it's hard to get names for for MLS MLS Oh my god, you derailed me. It's hard to get MLS games on TV. But this week, the game on Tuesday against Nashville FC is going to be on Fox Sports 1. So please everyone tune in if you can. 
I know I'm I'm for sure gonna watch it because I don't. When have to is work. it? It's tomorrow. Tom- or it's uh, yeah the twentieth. I'm sorry. The twentieth. Yes. So Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday on at eight thirty on FS1. It's gonna be great. Late thirty. You gonna watch it? Uh, All right. See, there we go. We're getting. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm gonna take that one as a yes. All right, and then moving on from there, we can go ahead and uh, talk about the Rangers. If you have anything. Um. Nothing. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. I know that uh, no baseball. Uh, the World Series yeah, is starting. The World That's Series cool. is starting. Good for Clayton Kershaw. He's a he's a local homegrown mm-hmm. kid that uh, there was to play at yeah. his the team that he grew up for. Not obviously not at the ballpark in Arlington, but it's still the team he grew up cheering it's, for. Yeah, it's, it's right there. next door. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's there. So I mean, you got to you, you really got to feel good for that guy, especially with how badly Clayton Kershaw played in his one outing that he had in the NLCS. It was just not. It wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't horrible, bad. It just wasn't. It was just, wasn't what you expect from him. No. Well, at, well, Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs, you kind of expect stuff like that. Yeah. The guy. The guy's always been lights out during the season. Maybe not so much anymore, but he he has a track record of being lights oh, out. Oh yeah, the season, he got a five year span that was better than any five year span like in MLB history. But, it, but playoff times come around and he <clears throat> pecorines. He poofs. You know and. uh Hopefully, hopefully he gets another shot. Obviously, he will get another shot at pitching, and hopefully, he can come out and really, really do good things on the mound because you know his family is there. Yeah, and not a whole lot of people can say that, right? Especially nowadays, so you know the pressure is turned up all the way for him, and uh, hopefully, he can he can come through and get himself a good moment. Yeah, I was like, it was a weird moment for me, baseball wise, because I, the. Growing up a Rangers fan, you had to have somebody to cheer for in October, right? Because the Rangers weren't ever in it. So I was cheering for the, right. the Braves because, you know, family ties. Grandma was a Braves fan. But then I also really have always liked the Dodgers for no reason. So, like, my number two and number three favorite teams were playing. And I was like, this is a win-win for me. Their number two and number three favorite teams were playing in my number one favorite team's brand new stadium. Like, this is... Yeah, it's... How do you how do you how beat weird that? Is, yeah, how and, weird is it to say and, that? And and uh, uh, Chris Martin, former Ranger, Ron Washington, former Rangers uh, coach, freaking uh, Clayton Kershaw grew up cheering for the Rangers. So, I mean, yeah, the, like whenever it comes to the National League, there was really no bad choice. No. But whenever Just it comes to the so American glad League, Tampa Bay pulled that one out. But, oh my goodness, I was nervous. Fuck Tampa Bay, though. They don't deserve this World Series. They just had a Stanley Cup. <clears throat> Do not. And and, and it's going to suck if they win. They're going to be celebrating where the Dallas Stars are located. Like, but, but the Lakers just won. You gonna say you gonna say L.A. deserves to have two parades in one month more oh, than Tampa? Dude, I forgot about that yeah. too. But see, but the Tampa Bay one hurt me personally, so that's why I'm <laughs> saying fuck them. Uh, but see, but in reality, though, like thank Christ the Astros didn't go far because with every single game that the Astros kept winning, my asshole got a little tighter. And it, towards the end, there you could have played, you could have d- done a. Oh. You could have done a drum roll on my asshole because I'm just sitting here watching it, just going like, "Please, for the love of God, do not come back down three one." Because 
if they did, you knew that they it would was three zero. Was it three zero? It was three zero. Because on nice. Wednesday it was three zero Tampa, two zero Atlanta, and it was like, oh my god, we could have two sweeps. Yeah, in the championship and, series, and they both lost that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh well, there goes that. Well, all right, no sweeps. Yeah, but oh man, I just. But I instead we had two game sevens. Yes, which is. That's 2020 in a nutshell yeah. right there. There's yeah. so many sporting things going on right now where you look at it just going, only in 2020, man. Yeah. Like college football, everybody's getting a mulligan this year. Oh, people are talking. Gosh. People are already talking about firing Tom Herman. No, you can't. Not I after know. this year. I know. You Dude, and I, and I, I know. Yeah. I, I know. Trust me. <laughs> just like, dude, really? Really? This year? No, not this year. No. No, if it's still bad next year, then yes. But this year, now nah, everybody gets a mulligan. And then this was another. This was another week of the Big Twelve just kicking the shit out of each other, wasn't it? No, they didn't play. No one in the Big Twelve played. Uh, West Virginia and Kansas, and West Virginia kicked the shit out of Kansas, and that was it. Because oh, uh, bye weeks. Because Texas and Oklahoma both had bye weeks. Uh, TCU, I think, yeah, TCU and Kansas State both had bye weeks. Iowa State had a bye week. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma State was postponed. Yes. And uh, Texas Tech had a bye week. Yep. I'm missing one. They had a bye week. Yeah, though. yeah, whatever. So, it's a, not, so there's not one, enough to one game in the Big 12 this week. And it was uh, West Virginia, Kansas. whoop de doo so, Yeah. So we don't even have anything to discuss with that either. Nope. Don't fire Tom Herman. Don't Things do. are gonna be okay, guys. Yeah, it'll, it, it, yeah, yeah. I got into a Twitter argument on our new Twitter, by the way. Oh, if, which no if way. you haven't followed, yeah. it's Drunken Fan One. Actually, number, no, it was it was my personal. Oh, I just realized okay, I it was my personal. Say, one. Be careful doing that on the no, on the, the but anyway, Twitter. But people were like, "Oh, you know, just you haven't seen the the steps forward that you need to see." And I was like, "Guys, like they're." They're, they look a little off, you know, out of sync, whatever. There's penalties. But, like, those are things that go away if you have a full spring and summer practice schedule yes. that they did not have. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, well, these players aren't taking the same steps forward. It's like, they have the number one scoring offense in college football. What the fuck are you talking about? Hot. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So well, here's a power ranking thing. So I guess so that way we can have something to talk about because we've got time. Um, here's a power ranking of every team in the Big Twelve. I'll start from the bottom and work my way up. I'm I'm going to uh, point out that I did not make a Drake joke there. Who do you think's last? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas is last. The next. No, not here. Kansas. Kansas. She was shot dead. New York City. I mean, Kansas. Baylor is 12. 11 is Texas Tech. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. 12 and 11. That's what it says right here. There are. There's only 10 teams. It's Kansas. Here's here's what it is. Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas, Arkansas State. Why is that? Why is what? Okay, disregard this. Yeah, edit that be list done now. That li- I'm not editing that out. Oh my that god, list is that list is te- that was terrible. terrible. Oh well, that's my bad. I thought. See, I can't even do this right. Like I'm trying to give us material Dude. here, and there's nothing that I can even. Yes, it's 2020. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
Yes. So. so, well, that's it. That's college football. That's everything so far. Let's discuss the Cowboys. This will this will actually give us something that is going to be good. So if you've survived this long, you're going to be rewarded with some... Uh, sorry. You're going to be rewarded now with some Cowboys talk. Cowboys. So, what a pivotal game that it, that they have tonight. And... Who are they playing? Arizona. I was joking. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm watching a lot of experts on ESPN or whatever, and a lot of people don't have a whole lot of confidence in this team winning tonight. There's a lot of people that are that are saying that Arizona is not just going to win, but they're going to win big. And I don't, I, I I don't see them winning huge, just because it's not like that they're just getting getting some no-name quarterback like this. Andy Dalton obviously knows his way around the league and how to play. And you could argue that the team that's around him right now is better than any team that he ever had in Cincinnati. So I I, I still see the Cowboys pulling out a big win tonight. And I, it, it, I'm not saying that because that's what I'm hoping for, but I can just still see it happening because... You know Andy Dalton's coming in with a huge chip on his shoulder, and uh, Vander Esch is back tonight, too. So that's gonna that's gonna help up front. That's not where they need help on the defense, but at least there's another presence that's gonna be out there that can really go around and knock around some heads. So I don't I don't know, man. I'm I, I I'm not gonna say that I'm nervous, but I'm nervous. You know, uh, I think you should be because look, this is this is what makes me nervous. It's not Kyler Murray. Like, cause I don't think he's that good of a quarterback, like, but once again, Texas bias. If he keeps, if he keeps this up for an entire year, two years, then I'll be impressed. But, but so far, no, uh, but I'm looking at his numbers right now. He's got 126 completions, but 45 of those completions have been to Deandre Hopkins, mm-hmm. literally a third of his completions to one person. 53 targets for DeAndre Hopkins out of 181 attempts. So like more than a quarter of the time he's throwing it to one guy. So I I think it just happens to be DeAndre Hopkins. I, I right because Kyler Murray is going to be able to run on our defense. He's going to be able to run on our defense. That's going to make that's going to put pressure on the safeties to help with the run. And that is going to spring Deandre Hopkins. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you would think it would just be easy to just cover that one guy, but I mean, the, the Cowboys couldn't do that against Atlanta. No, it was just one receiver all day long. Like, of course there were here and there, but yeah, it, like it was, it was the Julio Jones show. No, which, not, no, not Julio Jones. Oh no. Yeah. He was out. No, uh, he wasn't out, but he, he had that big drop pass. Oh, uh, right, 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 no, right, 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 about, right. Um, crap. JR, JR's listening right now, just being like, I know who it is. He texts me all the time. You, well, you, you, J, JR, get a microphone. You need to edit this part out. Get a microphone, JR.
Calvin Ridley. Okay. So, yeah, so Matt Ryan, it was the same thing going into that week against the Falcons, and they still couldn't stop Calvin Ridley. So it's it's really just going to come down to this secondary and if, if they can really step up because now they know more than ever that they're the laughing stock of the league because it's all anyone's talking about. So you need to see some heart. Hopefully Xavier Woods doesn't take any plays off this week. Shots fired. Um, hope. Oh, have you seen him play when he's taking plays on? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, nope, not a, not a whole lot of difference. But if you're the second worst secondary in the league, you would hope that you would be trying your best to. Just worst. I don't know. I just I, the only thing I know is that the Cowboys is the second worst according to ESPN. And so it's just it's all just going to depend on how well the secondary does tonight because I think that the offense doesn't miss a beat. I know without Dak, it's going to it's like it's going to look different, but I still it'll look different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I still think that the offense is going to produce. Yes, yes. It's not going to be the Ezekiel Elliott show, like you would. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it and I don't think it will. I I think Andy Dalton is more than capable. No, no, of course not. So, so obviously. I think, I think Zeke picks up more of the workload in the running game. So I think you might see a little bit more Zeke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, the offense has to change because you have two completely different quarterbacks in Dak and right. Andy Dalton. And so, yeah, yeah, I think you'll see more of Ezekiel Elliott running. And I think you're going to see a whole lot of pocket passes. So you know that offensive line that everyone wants to talk about how good it is, they need to have a big night tonight too. They cuz Andy Dalton's not going to be able to get away from missed blocks or like like Dak can. So it's it's going to be interesting to see and do you have anything else that you want to add before we stop recording and watch the game? I think I'm a fr- I'm so afraid of what you're about to say right now. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this is a sports drunk slash how I met your mother podcast. That's that's what this week has turned into. Challenge accepted. Very nice. Well the game doesn't start for an hour. Yep, for an hour now. So <laughs> Fuck, man. Well, here we are. Yeah. That was, uh... Fuck. That was well worth the wait. Womp, womp. Well, by now, you all already know the score here, so we're not we're not giving any spoilers or anything, but that was not exactly the best game for the Cowboys, to say the least. That might be the, exactly the worst game. Yeah, that's easily the worst game that they've had this season. Um... And see, the thing was, is that it this it, it was, it's hard to point your finger because at the beginning of the game, it was real easy to say, "Oh, this is Zeke's fault." Like, Zeke. yeah. But as the game progressed, Andy Dalton made some good decisions, uh, but he still was—you could tell—he was rusty. He was, he, and he was, excuse me, under a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. It's, the well, whole game. Yeah, and I. I I want to apologize because I didn't realize that their entire offensive line was hurt. So I said that was one of my things. It's like, well, the offensive line has got to come through. 
Well, now that Zach Martin went down, literally. Connor Williams is the only starter that's not injured. Yeah. The same Connor Williams who, for the past two years, has been the weak spot. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I didn't realize that, and I should have, so... Duly noted, do do better research. But still, like, yeah, Andy Dalton didn't get a whole lot of time to really pass. But even whenever he did, his throws were off target. Like, it just, he, he, he easily looked rusty. So hopefully now that the first game is behind him, he can kind of focus on, return, like, staying in the driver's seat. This, this week is no longer Andy Dalton's return to the starting quarterback position. It's now he is, he's got a game under his belt. So mm-hmm. hopefully that means that he can come out next week against Washington too. So once like once again it's it's not time to press the panic button on the season just because they're 2 and 4 right now and they're still leading the NFC East. And they, so yeah, they 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 might go 5 and 11, 6 and 10 and still win that damn division. So that would and that would just perfectly encapsulate 2020. Like it seems like everything has perfectly encapsulated 2020 in, in sports and that will be no different. So I'm not I'm not saying that oh don't freak out because now I I've been trying to be optimistic this whole time. I think you've been trying a little bit harder than I have because you kind of make up for the fact that Dallas is like your number two team. Yeah, it's they're not. I wouldn't even call them my number two team either. It's they're 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 a team that don't try to just because they not, shit the bed. I'm don't not, try to back out of I it now. I don't believe in number two teams. <laughs> like there's no. Uh, I I don't I don't oh, have they like they played like number two. I don't have I don't have a girlfriend team in, in like another division or a girlfriend. Or, team. Yeah, a girlfriend team. Like 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 Green Bay is like my my wife, and then I'd have like a like a mistress team that i would kind of root for in the afc i don't i don't have that but i can still i can still appreciate the cowboys just because i'm from that area and they it is the most revered team in the league like the 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 nfl is flat out better he's not laughing at what i just said he uh the nfl is better if the cowboys yeah sorry are really good sorry yeah i was i was not laughing at the at at what you just said i was laughing at the fact that when it was 28 to 3 the atlanta falcons tweeted don't add us we already know (laughs) (laughs) their twitter account posted that yeah the atlanta falcons official twitter (laughs) oh my god that's fucking nuts Uh, that's that's so that's so funny that's great. Well, there's there's a little bit of a bright spot there. So here's here's what's not a bright spot. NFL on ESPN just tweeted: Cowboy quarterbacks not named Dak Prescott or Tony Romo have a combined ten and twenty four record in the last fifteen seasons. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. No, but it's not encouraging. No, definitely not. I'm not I'm not trying to say that that's that's that should make you feel better, but it that doesn't surprise me at all. No. Yeah. So it's they it's hard to it's hard to describe like we were watching the svp breakdown on sports center before this and it and even the monday night football guys were sitting there going i don't know what to tell you it's so hard uh and and the fact is is that zeke did not play great either and, no. and they were just talking about right right after his first fumble tonight the reporter was saying that they spoke earlier in the week <laughs> yeah. and he said that he was never going to fumble again the rest of the season and and did it twice. So and and both turnovers led to all 
touchdowns. Uh, yeah, and the first and three the, turnovers yeah, the first led three to turnovers led to touchdowns. Led to touchdowns. Yeah. With the let's just get this out of the way. The obligatory Dallas. What the fuck are the refs thinking? Yeah. You can't tackle the guy and then get up and catch the pass that was being thrown to him. Yeah, I know, but see, you but can't that, do that. But see, but once again, it's the same thing. Like at the beginning of the game, you could blame Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Now that the game is finished, it's it, yes, the refs' calls didn't go their way because they threw <laughs> like later on they threw a pass interference flag on Dallas in the end zone that was not pass interference. Yeah. So they really did get the short end of the stick whenever it came to the officials today. But their offensive line didn't protect. Their receivers were dropping passes. Like even the ones mm-hmm. that Andy Dalton threw that were on target, um, Michael Gallup dropped. He dropped a, he touchdown, dropped a pass. touchdown pass that would have that would have been the absolute answer that they needed at that moment. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott couldn't hold on to the football. The defense was like Swiss cheese. So it's this was Greg Zerline missed a fifty-eight yard field goal. Yeah, everybody. I mean, I mean granted, granted, fifty-eight yards. That's you know that's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, but, but still, the NFL, like, it's it just was one of those things that as soon as he missed it, it's just like, this is just how this night's going to go. No breaks are going to fall they, their way. But let's be honest. When you're down by 25, why are you kicking a field goal, man? Like, you're down by 25. Yeah, but it, I think... You're down by 25. I think at that, I, at that time, you have no confidence in your offense. The line's not protecting. Andy Dalton can't throw deep. And Zeke Elliott keeps fumbling the ball. Really, Pollard was the only one that looked good. So, But you're not going to run. It was like fourth and 17 or something. You're not going to run on that. So you got to try and get points. I mean, I, at that point, I'm, I'm looking at it going, okay, we kick the field goal, or we try to kick the field goal and miss. They get the ball here anyway right right if we go if we if we go for it if it's an incomplete pass they get the ball here uh or if we if we go for it and even if we don't get it like that's still however many yards that we get it's kind of like almost like a punt i think if you know like that's still there like worst case scenario is you go for it and they get the ball right here. Why would you go like you're down by 25 points in the third quarter, late in the third quarter too. Why are you kicking a field goal there when you know, you need more than just a field goal there. And literally the, well, I mean the worst thing that can happen is pick six, but I mean, and with the way that everything has been played, or the way that that game played out going into that, I, I going into that moment, it, you you knew that like this was that game that if the worst could happen, it would. Yeah. So I think if you have Dak Prescott, you go for it on that fourth down play. But you don't. I mean, I I of uh, if you have Dak Prescott, of course you go for it on that fourth down yeah, play. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. At that point, I don't think it matters if it's Andy Dalton or not. Everything's going wrong anyway. Take a fucking shot. Yeah, I know. I know. Take a shot. I know. You know. I, mean, I don't think. I don't think anyone would have been upset if he would have gone for it on that fourth down. I, right. I mean, I think that everyone looks at it and goes, "I mean, you've got to." But then sometimes I think that it's a, it's it's obviously within Zerline's range, and you need, you need points. You need points because you had three. You needed to get something. So I think that Mike McCarthy, I, and once again, if it was like fourth and five, then yes, I think they go for it. But because it got, it was so far back, 
I think that Mike McCarthy looked at it and just said, just go get points. Jesus Christ, stop the bleeding. Just do something. Get get something positive going our way. And it still fucking wouldn't. So I don't know. I guess see, I don't know if you can blame Mike McCarthy for this loss. But I know <laughs> I know everyone was booing whenever that right before they got their touchdown, because I I believe they were booing because they wanted it to be handed to Zeke. I don't know why, but it's it seemed like that Andy Dalton earned that touchdown. So I, I like that Mike McCarthy was like, no, go get that throwing touchdown. It'll be your first one in however long. So just get that monkey off your back. We'll do it during this game. So that way now we're not going into next week thinking he didn't even throw a touchdown pass in that one game. How long is the drought going to last? Now that question is gone. So I don't know why everyone was booing, but it I don't blame him this time. I don't blame him this time at all, but in right. that moment, I was I was glad to see Andy Dalton get that touchdown pass. Yeah, and and like I know you keep saying you can't really blame Zeke. The the real blame is the defense. But yes, but as on offense, Zeke is that biggest missing piece. Yeah. that that went that went cold tonight because if you look at Andy Dalton in Cincinnati, <coughs> you knew if you put him in a situation where he had to force it, he's going to throw a pick. He's that's just. That's how he is. I mean, that's what he did tonight. Exactly. So Zeke putting the ball on the ground a couple times, like you got to look at Andy Dalton and you got to go, well, you have to be a different player now. (laughs) Well, the good news is the Cowboys have come out on the other side of the opening of this season and they've made it technically still first in the division. And now here comes the NFC East. Yeah. The one thing that is a lot scarier now is that Pittsburgh game and that Baltimore Ravens game. Those, those I was always scared of the Baltimore those, Ravens the, game. Oh no, I know, but like now that like going into the season, I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, new coach, everyone's gonna come out just ready to go. I, I wouldn't say I didn't even have them winning that game, but I saw them at least putting up a fight, especially at the, not before the season started, but whenever I saw them fight that game against Atlanta and then even fighting back against the Rams and all that stuff. Like it seemed like that this team was actually going to put up a fight. Now I, I, I have zero confidence in this team. It might, it might be worse than the game was tonight, but, but the good news is, is that next week uh, the Cowboys go to Washington and then they go to Philly, which I don't even know if that Philadelphia win is as a guaranteed lock at all because Philadelphia almost beat Baltimore this past week after being down big. And they 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 had a comeback and it just fell just short. But that Eagles game is going it's it's gonna be huge again. Like I didn't think it like after I how how bad I saw the NFC East start and how much of a fight the Cowboys were having. I think that that Eagles game in two weeks is is now one of the most important games of the season. Because you can't go to Philadelphia and drop that game because it does not get any easier for you. No, yeah, you you can't drop the, that game. Well, and Because, I mean, the 49ers you can't are afford to come to. up, too. You can't afford to. And you, you play the 49ers in December. So, yeah, now it's like you have to win these next two games before you go into that Pittsburgh game. You have to get two division wins before you probably get dismantled I, by Pittsburgh. I like I I was joking. I really do think that the Cowboys and the uh Eagles might both go 5 and 11, 6 and 10. And the Cowboys might just have a, like a tiebreaker yeah. over the Eagles. Well, I, 
I I would really hope that they wouldn't go six and ten because then that means that they would have to drop multiple games to divisional opponents. So. I, it, it, that does not seem likely, especially not to Washington and not to dude, New and not to New York either. I mean, they, they've already they've already beaten New York, and that game was really close. But I don't see them losing another one to New York. Like they, especially whenever they play the Giants again on the last game of the season, they're going to be fighting for something. You know, a playoff spot's going to be on the line. You know, the Cowboys aren't going to have it sealed by then. So if they go six and ten, they 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 miss. They miss. They at least have to go eight and eight. <laughs> like the one thing that we were saying that that isn't going to happen this year is probably the thing that needs to happen in order for them <laughs> to get into the playoffs. Oh uh, man. So that's once the again, life of the life of a Dallas well, the life of me as a sports fan, it's it's like, oh man, 500. That's just not good enough. We need to make some changes and we make some changes. And I'm like, good God, can we get to 500, please? I, can we get to 500? That would be awesome. And see, I, it's so hard because like <laughs> the, the Cowboys have allowed 30 points in five straight games now. At what point do you look at the defensive coordinator and say, bye? Because it's not working. I know right. it's it's so hard to make this, that prediction during this season because it's I mean, not fair. Yeah, it's like the like the statistic. I don't know if it was and in the actual game or if it was uh, Scott Van Pelt, but through the first six games, the Cowboys are tied at fourth all time in NFL history for most points allowed at two hundred and eighteen points. And they are they are the only team to do it in this millennium. Yes. All the other teams were like the 1950s. Yes. Uh, also, you look at L.A. They only gave up 20 points to L.A. That's kind of semi-respectable. We were saying the defense looked good that game. So in the last five weeks, the Cowboys have given up 198 points. Yeah, I mean that's that is that is really bad. Pandemic, Fuck. pandemic or not, that is really really fucking bad. That's and that's I, Big Twelve defense bad. I'm telling you, I I think they've got a new defensive coordinator next week. Think so? I. How many times does he? How many times do you have to go to the guy and be like, "Hey, fix it, fix it, stop giving up 30 points every game." We'd appreciate that. Thank you, because if they score more points than we do, we lose the game. So. I'll, I'll give you this. This is the first time uh, when the Cowboys are two and four, right? But this is the first time it felt like it didn't matter if they gave up 30 points or not. They weren't going to win this game. Right. Every other game, if they didn't give up 30 points, they win. Because yeah. they've been scoring at least yep. 30 points. They just happen to be giving up the scoring 36 and, and giving up, you know, 39. But see, but now the Cowboys, that was a Dak Prescott led offense. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's another. You're thing not going to be able to do you're that You're not going to be able to do it. So you can't give up 24, 25 plus points every week because you're not going to be putting up those numbers either. Right. I mean, it's it, all we have is what's in front of us. I know I say that all the time, but it, it's this game was not does not give really anyone hope for no for Dallas. I mean, and even if they do make the playoffs, all you have to do is make the playoffs. And then who knows what will happen? I don't. Mm, I <clears throat> I don't know. I think just making the playoffs and maybe winning one game would be like holy shit. Like right. I can't believe that they did that because they are somehow, some way, 
the NFC East is going to have a team representing in the playoffs, and they're going to get a home field. You're going to get a home field playoff game too. So you get the Cowboys That's, in that. You get the Cowboys in that spot. Who knows what will happen? But it, I, it's just this, so this, hard for me yeah. to to be optimistic about it now. This this is one of those times when the way that uh, baseball and football do their playoff schedules, it's just like I don't understand. And the, this is what makes hockey and basketball make a whole lot more sense when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot more sense. I know, but you can't in football. You can't play series. You can't you can't do that because it's series series that's weird. We'll figure it out. Um, I think it's series. I think series is series is probably already plural plural sushis and sashimis. I don't (laughs) think you got to add an S to those words to make them plural. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't know what else to say, man. At least we know. Okay, maybe. The, maybe you give the defensive coordinator one last shot because the the Cardinals are not that team that I really thought that they were because they were breaking down like stuff that had happened throughout this season and the Cardinals could have easily been five and one coming into this game and it, just a few breaks just didn't go their way and they were missing uh, Buddha Buddha Baker they were missing Buddha Baker and he came out in a big way tonight shows why that team has missed him so much since he's been injured so this cardinal this cardinals team is that good and i very much underestimated them but now going into washington an absolute train wreck of an organization right now and you give up 30 points to that team and lose i you you can't you you get no more shots after that right some people have to start losing their jobs pandemic or not like you like you can't be that bad because no one else is so you got to find a problem and you got to fix it i mean it doesn't help that you've got players that say that not every player plays 100 percent of the time and that person is on your defense in an embarrassing secondary yeah but, but and and you can't fix that either i don't care who you are you could be <laughs> fucking vince lombardi and you're not gonna you can't get through someone like that if they if they really openly admit that to the news so but someone eventually has to take the fall, and it's always got to either be the coordinator or the head coach, and they're not going to get rid of Mike McCarthy. Nor should they. Nor should they. I'm not trying to say that. That's, but I'm I'm saying that it's getting close to getting a new defensive coordinator. Like because it, it, the way that you're going, if you don't win the NFC East this year with the talent that you have on this team, Dak Prescott hurt or not, right? Like that. Like you can't you can't do that because this team is better than that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's I was thinking Carson Wentz is still the only quarterback in the NFC East that's better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, I mean, but Andy Dalton, has Alex sh- Smith, maybe when he had two legs. Yeah. Ooh. what? I'm not trying to. <laughs> I didn't say he had one and three quarters legs, did I? You you insinuated it. I didn't. I didn't did insinuate. I didn't inseminate anything. All right. Well, I wish we could end on a happier note, but I didn't say anything about Dax's leg. No, no, you didn't. So there's that. 
Let's end this with a. Uh, let's end this with a story, if you don't mind. Story time. Story time here. So I am out at a bar around here this this past week. Normally I wouldn't. Normally I wouldn't like tell you what, but this is so crazy. I just have to tell this story. Okay. So I'm at a bar and it's a U-shaped bar. I'm watching one of the. Uh, one of the baseball games, I can't remember which one it was, but I was sitting at the corner of of the U, and there was this group of men at the other side of the U, at the other corner. And one of the guys is very intoxicated, and he falls, and his head hits my bar stool, and I kind of look down to make sure he's all right. I look up at this guy who walks over to help him up, and I go, is your friend all right? And the dude doesn't say anything to me. He doesn't even acknowledge me. But there are these people that were sitting behind us in a booth having a date or something. And the dude doesn't say a word. He just turns around and just socks that guy that's sitting in the booth for no fucking reason. And then the guy who was sitting in the booth was like, it was almost like he was ready for it. Because he grabbed him by the hair and just started wailing on him. So you started this fight and you lost it. (laughs) <laughs> but but I had to go Sounds like the Cowboys. Sounds just like the Cowboys, so it's relevant. So I had to go up to this guy and I had to grab him around the waist. And for all you wrestling fans here, I had to suplex this motherfucker because he was not letting go. So I had to take him and lift him and throw him to the ground over my right shoulder. And the bartender gets up and makes the guy leave. The guy who started the fight. So he leaves the bar and we're talking to the guy who got sucker punched, and he's like, no, I'm fine, but we're going to go. And I'm sitting there going, that's such a bad idea. He just left 30 seconds ago. You know he's waiting for you. <laughs> and he's like, nah, we'll be fine. So he goes to leave, and then someone comes in and goes, hey, they're fighting again. And Son of a bitch. So we run outside, and I've got to pick up the – they're on the ground. I have to grab one of the guys again and pick him up. And he runs over to his car. This is the guy that got sucker punched and pops his trunk – And the only thing I see is his buddy, or not his buddy, but it's a guy standing next to him, and his eyes get real big, and he just puts him in a full Nelson and just yells at me. He goes, he's got a gun, and I turn and look, and you see it waving in his left hand because it's all shiny, and I just turn around, and I go, gun! And these two dudes... You said it like like you're tattling to the teacher. I, that's, I mean, that's, like, that's how I said it. Like, how like, else was I supposed to react? Teacher, he's cheating. I mean, I, did, I didn't know what else to do. So I turn around and I yell that. These two guys who were standing <laughs> right behind me got from the front of the bar to the back exit of the bar, kicked that door open, and then there's a long parking lot and then an academy behind it. They got to that academy in like six seconds because I turned around and blinked and they were gone. Dude, like pecorini. They just, they, I was about to say, they pecorinated out of there. They the fuck out of there. So we end up, the guy who was about to get shot runs around the corner of the bar and we convince the dude to not chase after him. Because, I mean, the guy's, the guy's in his rights to help if he's not, to, to, to defend himself if he's not gonna leave him alone right as soon as he ran away we were like hey he's gone do not fucking shoot anybody he puts the gun back in his trunk gets in the car and his fucking girlfriend is not helping the situation she's this skinny blonde woman who is just standing over this guy being like we gonna fuck you up before the cops even get here we're gonna yes she's white the the, before the cops can get here we're gonna fucking shoot you and stuff like that and we're all looking at her just like shut the fuck up like you're making it worse 
We're trying to di- we're trying to defuse the situation here. He g- he puts the he puts the gun in his trunk, leaves. The guy who's hiding on the other side of the bar peeks his head around the corner, and we're like, "Dude, he's gone." And he comes out and he goes, "I don't know what his deal was. He punched me first. <laughs> and we're like, "What are you talking about, you fucking psycho?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, it, yeah, he punched me in the fist with his face. <laughs> Repeatedly. How <laughs> dare he? Look at my knuckles. Now they're all fucking they're all fucking black and blue. I think I'm going to have a black finger. <laughs> so, it's just crazy because it, it stuff like this always seems to follow me. I don't know why I always get in these weird situations that I have no idea how I get there. But it just happened, so hopefully there's going to be more stories, and I hope y'all enjoyed it. But if y'all hated it, then I won't tell it next time. Send us an email. Speaking of that email, do you have it? Oh, yeah. we've. Uh, I totally forgot last week to plug the email. If you have any email questions, if you have any questions for us, feel free to email us at drunkenquestions at gmail.com. And we got our first email from the from someone who I would like to say is a... A ghost host, because we constantly mention him every week, but it's my brother-in-law, JR. It's the ghost with the most. The ghost with the most. And so, JR, you officially have our first email, and we're now going to read it out loud. I have no idea what it says, so this is, uh, this is new for me. He says, I like the current format. I enjoy the natural conversation style and unedited podcasts, which means I'm doing a good job editing. Um, <laughs> even, even if it does run long, it doesn't water down the content, in my opinion. Keep it up, fellas. Thank you, Jr. We appreciate that. Thank you, Jr. I didn't tell him to say that either. No, no, we didn't have to ask him to say it or nothing. He just did it on his own. So, thank you, sir. Yeah, when I saw that, I had uh, saw we had an email from Jr. that said show format. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh into, man! It, like immediately going into it, just being all pessimistic. Yeah, I, I, I. <laughs> so, Jr. is a lot like my brother or brother-in-law. And I could see, like, that was very, very constructive. Like, my brother-in-law would have been like, hell yeah, man. It was like titties for my ears. <laughs> like, thanks, bud. Yeah. Thank yeah, you that's, for that's, that. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what he would say. So, all right. It is past midnight now here on the East Coast. Is it really? Are you spent? Jesus. <sighs> I guess. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Whoa. Mm. We'll get you a better Ric Flair next week. Woo!